This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good evening. We are live. Seb, we are live. Can you um, can you imagine a time <laughs> the Ipswich go to Fleetwood and lose 2-0 and hardly muster an attacking attempt? How are you, by the way? I'm fine. We we had our good week last week, didn't we? We had 10 of these oh. in a row of misery and uh, and feeling dejected. We had our good one last week, so now it's nice to know that normal service has been resumed with a midweek game and us being miserable for an hour for an hour afterwards. <laughs> We want to, We want to hear from you. I mean, misery loves company, as you know. <laughs> evening to Casanova Crow. I think that kind of sums it up, really. The poop emoji there. Um, evening to Jonathan. How poor was that? We will dissect how poor it was, Jonathan. Right now, it's going to be oh, at least familiar, Seb. As you said, it's, it's yeah. You know, I mean, it's nothing new, is it? We can uh, just recycle what we've said for the last the ten the ten weeks before last week, and we'll we'll go home at ten o'clock or at half ten or whatever. <laughs> It was it was so poor, wasn't it? It was yeah. rubbish. Like the whole game, nobody stood out. It was a a performance of threes and fours. It was it was shocking. And the only the only consolation of under Lambert was at least there would be some banter in the post match about you know we'd we'd hear about how he couldn't ask for any more from the players and played really it well. A, it was a solid performance. Yeah. And, you know, we just needed to find the goal. So um. So, yeah, at least, well, it might be interesting if you can keep us informed, those of you um, who are also having an eye out for, an ear out for stuff. We might miss it, actually, because we're a bit later. Um, so good evening to everyone joining us late. There's plenty of comments. Let's dive straight into the comments, shall we? Because, whoa, um, plenty of views. Top six team, you're having a laugh. <laughs> Outplayed by a team on a beach, yeah, another great pitch. Get rid of them all. I feel like they are stealing away without any accountability to the fans. If I was, yeah, an away, an away end, Seb, who would have travelled up 
from Ipswich today would not have been happy with that, would they? Yeah, there'd have been some serious, serious words at full time. It would have been like when we went to Accrington in the FA Cup in the relegation series. That got quite nasty at full time. And having seen the the, the effort or the lack of effort they put in for 90 minutes tonight, I think there would be a, a few choice words. I'm not even sure the, the new manager bounce would have, would have spared them from some abuse tonight. And deservedly yeah. so, because they were so crap. Uh, to a man. Yeah, no one there was, stood there out. was nothing tonight, was there? Um, Adam, evening to you, Adam. Um, Dyer, as bad as it gets, Cook's got a massive job on. Blessing our, um, blessing a lot are out of contract in the summer. And I guess the question that I have, the overriding question, um, get your views and comments on this, but I'll go to Seb because he's sat right there, um, is, is what does Paul Cook learn from this apart from... I need to do a big clear out and and get some players. The thing for me tonight, and we'll we'll talk about the match shortly, but um, the the lack of determination, decision-making, character, chat, even leadership on the pitch tonight when you had Chambers, Scoose, and even Ward later on, it felt like 11 players playing their own game, didn't it? And Yeah, yeah, if you're Cook, as I said, what what is your takeaway from this apart from maybe leave them in the leave them up at Fleetwood and don't bring them back. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, it was so different to Saturday. Saturday, for the first 20 minutes, was I think how we'll sort of see a Paul Cook team play. High pressing, high intense, you know, intensity, urgency. Uh, but tonight was was like like you just said, 11 strangers who do barely, barely played a game in the past. I guess, I guess this is more what we were before the brief upturn in form, before Cook took over. So presumably he's done his homework. He'll have been watching us on Sky or something, or, or, or I follow for a few weeks beforehand as he was potentially being sounded out by Evans, I assume. So he might have an idea that this is not a, a complete shock. But the worrying thing for me was, again, tonight is that, you know, you, you'll accept a poor 45 minutes because everybody can do that. But even at half time after Cook's got into them, nothing nothing improved in the second half. So was, was it one game too many? Maybe, you know, it's a long way to go. At this point, they're just playing, resting, traveling, playing, resting, traveling. Cook can't really get his, his ideas across on a training pitch until next week. Was it one game too far? I don't know, but it was absolute crap. But but Cook, he's, he seems to be quite level-headed. I know he's, he's very energetic and very, um, very uplifted in, in his interviews, but he strikes me as being the kind of guy who won't panic. You know, he, this might not come as a total shock to him, given the fact that two or three games before he took over, this was this was the norm. Um, yeah. But but he has got the, the benefit of a full week next week after the Pompey game to really start to get some uh, things across on the training ground. And it is going to be a big job. Nobody nobody really thought. I know there was talk of automatic and everyone was getting excited, but no one really thought he was going to come in and win win twelve of the last fourteen games and steal second place, etc. I guess this is uh, this is this 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 won't be out of the out of the blue to him. I don't think. Um, agreed. Um... <laughs> XX464 if takeover doesn't happen can we just spin on to the <laughs> cook out special I do hope that there is positive before then uh, we were joking on the zoom call that it kind of felt like the players found out that the takeover had stood on the bus up like oh, I've got nothing to play for um, yes um, and here's Chris um, I've been re-watching Ted Lasso on Apple Plus heartily recommend Ted Lasso if, you, if you're feeling miserable just watch an episode of Ted Lasso. It'll sort you right out. Um, but that's the, the, I think the final episode of the series is called It's the Hope. Because you kills you in the, the end. The curse yeah. of the football fan. Absolutely. And here's Bish, 25. Um, investment needed big time. It might be in the summer, um, though um, there are potentially lots of um, freebies to be had. Um, I'm Liam H. Tepid, lightweight, moribund, Seb. <laughs> is this show moribund? Can I have my 10 quid back? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> no, no, I'm afraid can't. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to spend the next time around. But then it's going to be one of those ones where you go, "I'm not going to spend my tenner," and then Ipswich win three or four, don't they? Yeah. It's just stupid like that. That's um, why we keep on coming back. Here's Rob. Um, their commentator said that was the most comfortable he'd seen Fleetwood all season. Unsurprisingly, um, I'm going to ask you a Dave Diamond question just to set you up, Seb. Were Ipswich bad? Fleetwood good? Or a bit of both. There we go. I think it, I think it was a bit of both. Adrian, cutting right to the trace, absolute shambles. Um, is Justin evening to Justin Cod Army two clownfish zero? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And two nil, to... two nil flattered us, didn't it? Let's it be honest. Did. Oh, it totally did. If, if we were um, saying with a three or a four, we we could have no complaints based on that. Uh, evening to the Facebook crew. Thank you to Nigel for the thumbs up. Please give us a thumbs up just to make us feel better. You know, we're here at 10 to 10 on a cold, wet, windy Tuesday in Fleetwood virtually. Um, so we want to know you're out there. So um, please do uh, do ping us a like. Uh, George Bickler out this summer. Yeah, I think that's starting to starting to feel like the... Um, something it's, we can it's all needed, agree on. isn't it a complete a complete reset is needed even if we even if we do make it to the championship somehow if we scrape the playoffs and go up there will still be a massive clear out because the whole club needs a complete reset we've got way too many players it's a chance to sort of make a break i guess from from some of the some of the ones who've been here for a while i'm thinking the likes of sears and uh, and and hughes more than more than chambers oh. and skews but, no but to be it's, a, it's, a, it's a complete chance to reset everything and at least cook and use that opportunity to to really sort of you know clear out what he wants and bring in players that he wants and he can look to stamp his own authority on things because at the minute we are still a sort of mixed match of uh it was four managers players now is it yeah, you've, you've got much. mixed leftovers you've got the ones her signed you've got the ones lambert bought in three three managers all, all being coached different systems and it just needs a complete reboot it does absolutely i will put this one up there and you can all <laughs> imagine you can just Imagine Dave Diamond in your heads when you're um, reading that one out. Um, Liam agrees with um, with George. New squad needed, preferably with some fight in them. And I think that was the big thing tonight. The, mm. the only fight we saw was Gwyn Edwards trying to get into a fight to get sent off at half time, um, which was pretty um, t- tasty. Um, but the right kind of fight, I guess, Seb, we were lacking tonight, didn't we? Yeah, and we were so quiet as well. You know, when, when you make a mistake and somebody's through and gets a shot off, you want you want centre halves to be lambasting each other a little bit. You know, where's the where's the, the, the pick ups when you need it and the, the shouting when it's deserved? We were just so, so quiet. The normal people, you know, Scoos back in the middle of the park. I, I know he's not an overly vocal player, but he's got that experience. You'd like to think he'd be talking players through the game. Chambers at right back was very, very quiet. It was just a, a very, very strange sort of down performance let's have a let me just put the team up and we can talk about that um cover our faces as well um a couple of bits and pieces for fleetwood callum Connolly there at 23 on loan from everton um is their captain good for him um and the other change i think is is just to replace january denassin who i understand has been well we brenna woolley said on the commentary he'd been um um, a, a common feature for them and doing really well. So I think I'd I assume that's James Hill that is coming for, for Dynasty. And, and as for Ipswich, the one change, um, I guess we kind of expected it. Um, well, did you expect Kolskis to well, it was start, the, Seb? It was the only debate from Saturday, wasn't it? We only thought he will change one player. I wasn't sure Skoos would have the legs to do a full 90. Obviously, he didn't in the end. Uh, but I guess given the, the crap pitch, the windy conditions, the 
the, the sort of the opposition. I, I can understand why he went for Scoos. And to be fair, Scoos just sort of did what what Scoos does, doesn't he? You know, he wasn't he wasn't woefully at that one moment when he fell over. Um, but he he wasn't any worse than any rest of them. And I guess it's good to get 80, 80 81 minutes in his legs. I, w- I would have bought Bishop in a little bit earlier for him uh, to try and change the game a little bit. But good that he got eighty minutes because now with Downs out, he's probably our only real holding central midfielder, isn't he? With with um, McGavin up at air and Hugh seemingly completely out of the picture. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk through the action, but I mean it's just chance after. Do we have to chance <laughs> for Fleetwood? Well, let's talk about the goals at least. So um, eighth minute, there is the perverse bit of action I've got, <laughs> um, and or ninth minute and long throw in from from Hill. It was and so it just, poor, wasn't and it? It just so lands poor. on Callum Connolly's head, doesn't it? Yeah, so everyone knows what he's going to do because the guy's cleaning the ball and taking a step back. So you know there's a long throw coming. So you want your central defence to be organised, pick up the players and clear your lines. But, you know, the guy, he's stooping. Callum Connolly is stooping. He's not the biggest guy in the world anyway, is he? When he was on loan us, I don't remember him being overly large in stature, but he stoops down and I thought he was trying to head it back into the the six yard box of somebody sort of running in and you said, no, he's gone, he's gone straight for goal there. And then Holy sort of leaves it like it's going wide. So I expected it to drift wide and suddenly it's in the back of the net and it's a really, really awful goal to concede so early on. It was obvious the long throw was coming. I don't know if that's a, a feature of, of, of Fleetwood's play. You'd like to think our, our scouts would have picked that up, but it was a woeful goal to concede and it set the tone for the rest of the game, didn't it? And we hadn't started well either. We did nothing. You know, really. uh, Unlike Saturday, where the tone was set really early against Plymouth, the the, the thing that punctuated the first half for me today was just um, constant sloppy passing. No real shape to us either. Um, And the ball just did not stick up front with lone man... Caden Jackson did it. We we know he can't play that role when he's on his own. He needs support in a two. It was a game for Norwood tonight. You know the crap pitch, the crap conditions that would have been tailor made for Norwood, and he would have completely changed the way we play because he can hold the ball up, bring others into play. With Jackson, we were looking to hit the hit the channels. I guess we were going long quite noticeably for the first 15, 20 minutes of the first half, looking to go long into the channels for Jackson's pace, but it just wasn't working at all. Um, I mean, there's chances for Finley. There's chances for. Um, who else is it? Gerard Garner. Um, but I think the big talking points when the half said was this kind of what looks like a 50-50. He loves um, playing challenge. at hybrid, doesn't he? Edwards, but, yeah, um, he did, did oh, the same course. thing last year. Last we, year we, were live, we saw that in the flesh, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. One of our away days. Last year on the touchline, he completely took somebody out and was quite lucky. He started a mass brawl, if I remember rightly. Yes. Um, but uh, but this one, I thought he was very lucky. I was mm. I was quite surprised. I think in a world of VAR, he's in really bad trouble because he the ball he overruns the ball and he's he's off the ground and he's two footed, so he he's can't say he's in control. Point. Yeah, exactly. So I was worried by the fact that the ref, when he was down receiving treatment. I was worried the fact the ref hadn't taken the yellow card out and was taking his details. He just sort of had nothing in his hands. So I thought as soon as he stands up, he's going to whip the red card straight out. But he was very lucky to get away with that one. But obviously he, he couldn't continue. And now we've got another another injury, which didn't look great. I mean, he hobbled off in quite a lot of yeah, discomfort, yeah. didn't he? So I guess he's now a doubt for Saturday. And having lost downs already, I guess we're we're already down to, to bare bones in some of the departments. Uh, I mean, and at halftime, five, to- five shots to one. Um, this is Fleetwood in favour of um, two on target for them. Um, but I mean, there is part. I'm trying to find the pass accuracy is not great for both teams. To be fair, um, well, the pitch didn't help with that kind of stuff, did it? But there's it just was... nothing to the. There was nothing to us, though, was there, Seb? No, no threat. You know, no. as I said, there's, there's. I'm trying to remember that. I think there might have been 
half shot was it cannot got involved in something Ken, somebody got i think edwards got down the right and pulled it back and jackson sort of tried it. to flick it at the near post but it went out for a goal. I think it's, you can't really call it a shot i think it was on target but it, it, it sort of goes out i think it was a corner of goal i can't remember but it it, it wasn't a, a big chance at all and then and then the the second half just resumes exactly as the first half had played out um and that's the one that's the, that's one of the worries i've got is that also at Gillingham, you know, Gillingham, I guess you can accept a little bit more because it's Cook's first game. But at halftime in this one, again, you know, you expect him to really get into them, come out, you know, at least they'll look fired up for the second half. And it just it just continued the same as the first half, didn't it? Which is a, a yeah, bit of a I mean, worry. Yeah, and Vassal, who got more and more into the game, um, heads over from a set piece. A, a similar kind of move to the to the goal, actually, from a throw-in. Um, <clears> the ball just kind of lands with him. Um, and he can't. I'm trying to remember whether he gets it on target or not, um, but it's, it's clearly not a goal. Um, Scoose then falls over on the ball um, and kind of plays in. Who is it that he plays in? Number 18 is my notes. Um, Marcel, obviously. <laughs> um, and um, he skies it. Um, but both, we, we were talking about this, both centre backs drawn to the ball. A lot of. Yeah, so know, Toto then, comes out, doesn't he? It's, it's strange because the guy's got the ball and Wilson is sort of covering him, albeit he's a bit out of position. But Toto's ball watching and he, Toto naturally moves towards the guy, <clears throat> which leaves Vassell with a bit of space to. Uh, so the other guy with a bit of space to be picked out. And the goal that you're, you're about to discuss was a carbon copy of that. Both centre halves guilty of being drawn to the ball, leaving another man over in space. And there's, there is a brief moment where. Kenlock does really well down the left-hand side, gets it through to Parrot, who tries to spin a volley and it's blocked. But yeah, 56, Chambers is way up the pitch and concedes possession. And they just cut through us like a hot knife through butter, Seb. Here. It's, it's Bissell and Garner again combining and... Yeah, yeah. Not, it wasn't easy, a hard goal it? to score at all, was it? It was like the like the relegation season, or like we saw so many last year, a very, very easy goal to score. And again, the, the centre-halves, Enciala is guilty of drifting towards the ball a little bit, leaving the guy in space, and he just rolls it past Holy and 2-0. You have to say at that point, 2-0 was a bit flattering to us because they could have scored two or three after the restart straight away. And one thing I've noted, noted down here, is, again, it's a, it's a common feature throughout, is the short passing from the goal kicks, which, again, you've not got the personnel really to do that. Certainly, you know, Holy's distribution is not the best, but you're playing it out to kind of no-fuss centre-backs, aren't you? Yeah, and also, yeah, obviously, if you want to play that, you need Wolfenden in the side as the, the central defender to pick the ball up and look to move forward with it. We didn't do that that much on Saturday, so I don't know what changed between Saturday and tonight. If, if there were more instructions to play it out short, I, I don't really know. It didn't really make much sense. And the amount of times we played ourselves into trouble with Farcical, and we, we you don't get anything from it because Holy a couple of times rolls it out or plays a short pass to Dizel on the edge of the area. He then turns back because Fleetwood are pressing and straight away we're in trouble and we either put it out for a throw in or they pick it up and get a shot off. You know, we, we don't have to make things difficult for ourselves or we don't need to. But that, that was a strange one because we just we didn't do that on Saturday and something had clearly changed tonight to make that more of an instruction and we know from the last nine months we have not got the players to do that yeah and i and i i don't want to it's early days so i don't want to point fingers at paul cook but we know that he, he one of his philosophies is to play out from the back and i just wonder whether he's he's trying to impose this style on players that just can't do it and but, but whether he might come out and say that was me and you know we'll back to the drawing board and that one maybe i don't know 
Yeah, maybe, but we've you know we've got players left over from the previous regime now. So you would think the like, sorry, coaching staff left over. So you would think the likes of Gill, you know, they'll have meetings and stuff. Might say, look, Gil if you was... want to pass out from the back, it has to be Wolfenden in the side. Um, it, it's something that Toto and, and and Wilson aren't really comfortable with. And obviously, you'll have analysts who can look at that kind of stuff. So it was a it was a strange one that we persisted with that, having done it for nine months to a, a really poor level. Yeah. Um... Holy has to make a save from Burns after cannot gifts possession. Burns probably should square it for an easy tap-in. Um, Vassell has another shot save, which is close in. Um, Holy gathers. And then the triple change. Um, Kenlock, Jackson and Parrot are the ones taken out of the action, Seb. And I guess none, none of the 11, really, including I'm going to lob the keeper into the mix as well, just for oh, slagging off Holy. Um None of them could have complained, really, could they? Not, been not some... at all. You, you could have changed anybody, couldn't you? And also, Harrop obviously came on a half-time for Edwards, who couldn't continue. He was played out on the wing, and he was really, really poor as well. The, you want your subs, don't you, to make a difference and to show a bit of a bit of fight and character to, to send a message to the manager. But they were all nobody. Nobody. Improved. It was like Saturday. None, none of the subs improved the performance at all. I don't think. Ward had a shot. Ward. He did. Oh yeah, tell a lie. Yeah, our first shot on target. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Probably making him man of the match in the process. Um, <laughs> Vassell spins and shoots over. And I just thought I, I noticed that all of the players just walked away from that. There was no one berating anyone for letting him get in the shot. Chambers walked straight out to the right side. Chambers and um, Wilson and NCR. And, I, and this this has been a problem since the Mick era for me. Is just the lack of leaders on the pitch. And Cook, I think, is is highly favours those kind of players. I think he's going to be found. Uh, found us wanting on on that front tonight, and he, he, as I said, you've you've got in theory you've got Scoose, Chambers, and Ward, but there was just no chatter. There was there was yeah. nothing, and heads kind of heads didn't go down, but there was a lot of people looking away, as in don't look at me. I, yeah, I, no, yeah, no one take any kind of accountability. But you've got others out the pitch. You know, you've got judges and experienced uh, experienced player. It got, um, got deeper and deeper as the match went on. Didn't Wilson as well, though, just just no communication whatsoever throughout the whole game, which was strange. But like like we said earlier, I guess having a having a, a contract situation like we've got does give Cook an absolute excellent chance to just have a big clear out and bring his own but ideas and stuff in. Yeah, but the playoffs we're still the playoffs are not gone either. It's just such a weird. <laughs> we have to situation. play a lot better than that tonight, Jesus. Well, yeah, well we'll have a look at the league table shortly, but it's you know it's not. It's not gone. Let's put it that way. And no, no, um, but um, yeah, we mentioned the shot for war trio of corners that followed that. That NCL got close to two of them, and the third one was rubbish. Fleetwood got through us again. Batty hit straight at Holy. Um, Bishop comes on for Scoose, the change that you kind of saw coming. Bishop makes a little bit of an impact, but not a great deal. Um, Biggins has a go after Harrop. Keeps the ball alive in our own penalty area. We did that twice, um, didn't we? Dizel did that as well at one point. He sort of hooked oh, he it. He tried to, it. tried to hook it clear and he ended up putting it into the back post. And Harrop did a weird header as well. Like, again, I guess no communication and woeful decision making. Um, 87, there's a moment where Drinnen is in and Harrop can find him, um, but he scuffs the pass and it's it just gets blocked. Um, eight, um, Judge tries a shot, which is kind of always curling wide. And then we're into added time. There's a Moment where Toto and Siala nearly gets on the end of something at the back post in the last minute. But that is your lot, Seb. And no real complaints about that. Let me get some. No, it flattered us. Yeah. If I Let me see if I can quickly do this. Can you pad for me? Can you give me some views on yeah, so, what? Yeah, go on. 
like we've said, you know, two 0 didn't didn't it flattered us completely. Cook's got a, a a big job on his hands now. It'll be interesting to see what he says after the game if he mentions the fact that there was a tactical change from playing out from the back, or as we saw after Gillingham, he's he's quite an honest manager. I guess we'll expect him to come out and say not good enough, got to improve, etc. At least we won't get fed any of the, the the stuff we got under Lambert after every game where we were brilliant, etc. Yeah, well, so look, I mean, look at those stats: seventeen shots, eight on target. You know, they they battered us. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember eight shots for us or three on target, but um, that was... I remember the, the Ward, Ward one and Jackson, I don't remember what the other one. Oh, NCR at the end, you said had a chance, didn't he? Yeah, I don't sure I was, was I was target. restarting my router for this, so I missed that oh, one. Oh, kicks. Two offsides, we're always currently offsides. Um, but yeah, when big chances. Oh, uh, don't know. Ward oh, maybe that? Jackson's one of the near posts hit the woodwork before he went for a guy. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, the the... The, even the possession there, strangely, was in our favour. It certainly wasn't in the first half. But what do we do with it? And there was definitely spells in the middle of the second half, seventieth minutes, where it just felt like watching Lambert's team this pass was, yeah. it pointlessly around yeah. the back. We, we had the possession in our in our third, which is totally useless, isn't it? Yeah, um, played, played ourselves into problems, and this this could have been any game from the from sort of October to the end of January, couldn't it? Let's be honest. Let's jump back into the comments. There are loads, so keep them coming. Um, I will try and get it through as many as I can. Um, evening to Dan. I thought having a bigger score was meant to give us more energy later in the season. How is it that both Gillingham and Fleetwood both um, outworked us? I guess we need to add in here, I didn't mention it, obviously Downs is out for four to six weeks, which in Ipswich money is eight weeks and probably means he misses the end of the season. Um, and that, and so it's not a Dan or on Scoose, but um, Downs is the energy there in midfield because certainly we lacked energy in midfield. And yeah, I, the Gillingham game, there was some striking similarities with with Gillingham, wasn't there tonight? And and to Dan's point, outworked. Would you agree with that? Yeah, massively. I mean, they both Gillingham and um, and Fleetwood tonight didn't have to do much to score goals against us. It was crap defending in both games, no real talking in both games and a complete lack of cutting edge. They were they were sort of mirror images of each other. We we kind of, you know, we, we imploded at Gillingham for a couple of the goals. They were causes from our own mistakes. Tonight, not so much our mistakes, but just poor organisation and poor setup. And the two guns are very similar. Obviously, I gave Cook a bit of a free hit for Gillingham because it was his first real game. He'd been in the building for, what was it, two days, etc. You know, uh, I'm, I'm hoping tonight... It's just one game too many on a on a ridiculous schedule and a ridiculous run. Uh, but like Dan just said, you know, we've got this massive squad with over 50 professionals. How can they all look so knackered, at, 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 you know, with still 13, 12, 13 games to go? It's worrying how knackered they all look. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know whether this is further down the comments. So apologies if I preempted someone else saying this. You are going to get these kind of teething performances yeah. from... Uh, you know, under a new manager, let's be honest, information coming in, potentially stuff that you're being asked to do that you don't understand or are not familiar with. And, you know, even under Mick, there were some drubbings early on, weren't there? Yeah, we um, lost five and six, Neil, didn't we? And, it, and it's a struggle for him to get his views across, isn't it? Let's be honest, he, he hasn't got that Because he's just time. lost his voice all the time it's, as well. So. It's, it's yeah. And he's scouts, they probably can't understand him, to be fair. they um, it's, it's just constant man management at the moment, isn't it? It's, you know, play on a day, rest a day, travel a day. That's all it is at the minute. He can't get a, a decent, you know, three, four day run on the training pitch to get his ideas across. So we have to accept this kind of stuff is going to happen uh, and as long as it doesn't become you know doesn't become the norm it's not that much to worry about um lots of people calling out for this clean slate um forget promotion this season i'd see 60 percent of that squad out the door 
once the season over says nights 1987 um a lot of people were making really good comments but putting swear words in them so i as much as i would I, and i chucked one in myself i'd rather not put them on the screen because the youtube police will come after us so apologies to those of you who have quite fairly come on and, and tell me what you think um Oh, Neil. Here's Neil. Controversial. McCarthy transformed Cardiff immediately. Cook has made discern no discernible improvement whatsoever. Arguably, Seb, the quality of the quality player, player and squad. Yeah. Better at Cardiff. Yeah, that's your difference, that, isn't it? Car is Cardiff. Difference? Oh, I assume so. Yeah. Cardiff. And, Mick, and let's be. Uh, and everyone loves. Everyone loves Mick from a man management point of view. So I don't think it's difficult for Mick to get people on side very quickly. You know, we kind of saw, I know we got yeah. a few drubbings here when he first joined, but, you know, even by the time he left, when the, the atmosphere was toxic with the fans, Mick was still absolutely loved within the club. So I guess he's the kind of guy that makes you want to run through through brick walls for you a little bit. And it might take Cook a little bit longer to get that same kind of buy-in. Um, Barles, Barley, one of the Facebook crew. We need eight wins in 12, eight away games too. No threat up front, yeah. That but the good, the good news is that they are against, in theory, what should be weaker opposition, aren't they? I, I know Fleetwood are below us, but Fleetwood are in a good run of form. Fleetwood are normal because it's like, it's like three years ago, isn't it? Well, five uh, beaten before they played us, yeah. Yeah, but at least, you know, after we've got Portsmouth on Saturday, the run does get, the run coincides with Cook getting time on the training pitch and a, a, an easier run in so like you said earlier the playoffs are not gone but they'll have to improve a hell of a lot um jonathan cook will be throwing the hairdryer out tonight um yeah maybe we won't get any i mean i think we're going to time out on suffolk anyway um i don't i wouldn't expect much of an interview with them and probably his voice will be gone anyway if he's chucking the hairdryer on um will um even gents such a missed opportunity given the other results i was just going to see if i can find yeah lincoln the lost results. Him, we obviously had a little bit of a rush to get on the air so i will find those will and we'll talk about those um in the context of saturday maybe and we'll put the league table up as well so bear with us on that is george on that run-in people say the run is easy i say not lots of teams in and about the relegation zone who would need the wins and i was going to make that point myself seb yeah i guess teams scrapping for, for points will make things difficult but i mean at the start of the season the one thing we were guaranteed whilst we couldn't beat a top six side we were dispatching fairly comfortably the sides lowering the table so you'd like to think that you know as as we gain a bit of momentum and cook has his time to get things across on the training pitch that we should hopefully be able to to, to get enough to to see us get across the line i mean we're looking at what 77 points 76 points probably to scrape sure six chris points. is somewhere chris run is somewhere yeah, if we could fire course. up the percentages please that'd be great but um but if we if we if we accept that, then we're going to need what twenty three points. So you are talking seven seven wins and a couple of draws. So it, it is a big ask, but the running's favourable. And let's give Cook a chance to get his ideas across on the training ground and, and see what happens. I guess. Um, Ross, no downs, no Nord. You look so poor. Yeah, I yeah. think I agree with that. And yeah, the Nord situation with his court case that's been adjourned for a few months. That, so frustrating. If we'd known about that. He might have made an impact tonight, wouldn't he? Um, Rob M. Cook finally realising how big this job is. Yeah, I think we all kind of knew that. And I'm sure any manager that comes in is typically because something has gone wrong. So I'm sure that he wouldn't have looked at the league table and those performances and thought, oh, everything is hunky-dory. Um, what else have we got here? Oh, here we go. Rob, balance. Don't like knee-jerk reactions, but there's been questions over holy for several games now surely connell gets his chance if you're going to play out the back seb connell has to be the one to do it yeah he's much more comfortable with the ball at his feet and i guess you've got to bring wolfenden back in as well so at least out of the out of the three out of the two center halves 
and the goalkeeper, at least two of the three are comfortable with the with the ball at his feet. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Cornell comes in on Saturday. Holy has been under fire a lot. I'll say it because I know you'll get grief on Twitter if you mention it. But Holy obviously has not been great the last few games in terms of diving for the ball. Potentially set up wrong for the first goal tonight. You know, he's, he's at the, the near post. Could he have done better there? Seemed to go down a little bit slow as well for the second the second goal. Um, just my views, not the views of Rich Woodward. Don't give him grief, please, people on Twitter. Um, so maybe I would not be surprised if Cornell makes a start on on Saturday. And I guess, you know, Cook does need to see what everybody can do if he's got to make these kind of decisions in the summer. At some point, he's going to have to give Cornell a game and see see what the differences between him and Holy are. But I'm yeah. not sure either of them are really a long-term kind of solution. You know, I, I would not be surprised at all if we strengthen the goalkeeping section in the uh, in the summer. And to, to Rob's point, I guess, he, he says, I don't like knee-jerk reactions. Oh, Paul Cook strikes me as someone who probably wouldn't make a knee-jerk reaction. And I suspect, unlike Lambert, and we didn't really run this past the Wigan and Pompey guys, is whether he's one that rotates the goalkeeper because Lambert obviously love he bloody love rotating the keepers. I wonder whether Cook is one of these people that sees the keeper, you have a first choice, and that's your, and that's it. I know there's kind of it's kind of a long, we've kind of got a bit of an audition process now, haven't we? Because he's a new manager, clean slates and so on. But I guess, yeah, has Holy done it? enough wrong to warrant being taken out i mean I this is the this is the third game in a row potentially where you might question holy a little bit if it was one game i, I think okay he's safe but Gillingham, i don't think he covered himself in glory if i remember rightly lincoln potentially the same i think okay on the weekend and then again tonight so i guess it will depend on what cook wants to do with playing out from the back because if that's what he wants to do then you are going to have to bring the likes of Cornell and Wolfenden in because they'll be so much more comfortable doing it. So that I guess if whatever choice he makes in personnel will kind of give us an idea what his philosophy and what his plans are for the rest of the season, I guess. Here's Chris. We are quite a long way behind on the comments, so I'm assuming Chris has maybe added some more, maybe hopefully down the line. Um, I can't believe so many pressures can pass so badly. So it must be the style they've been drilled to play that causes them to pass with job Addy, right? And a crap pitch. Yeah, crap pitch. And we were saying on our, we watched on a Zoom call with another mate, we were saying the weight of passing tonight was really, really poor. So many times you wanted a quick release or, you know, the ball was struggling to get to the feet of our players. So it was a, it was a real, real issue tonight. It was, it was very strange. Um, uh, Padger, Night Badger. We, um, Cook likes a settled team, but he's got to use his squad half the team at Knackered. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a factor, maybe Chris as well. Um, Robin, we are so desperate for a physical midfielder with presence to wake other players up when, when down. I think that's right from that's, Robin. Yeah, that's downs, isn't it? Bang on. Down I think that. David is maybe quoting us. I don't know if that's. If we just need a bit of help in the is that summer. You, is, that, is that us too, or is that someone else? Is that Paul Cook? <laughs> um, maybe we'll come across these comments. I'm seeing these as they crum, um, roll in, by the way. So apologies if it sounds like I'm totally unprepared and don't know what I'm doing. It's because I'm totally unprepared and don't know what I'm doing. Um, so let's keep cracking on with this and blagging as we go. Um, Eric Clacton, just because it's the best username we've got. Um, the night turned out to be a huge joke, but I'm not surprised. How were you feeling going into this one, Seb? Very briefly, were you optimistic? Um, I would have taken a point before. I thought four points, I thought, would be a hell of a statement from these two games. Two away games, you know, Fleetwood on a good run of form. Portsmouth, a direct rival for the playoffs. So four points would have been great. But I always thought this was the harder of the two. I know that might have changed with Portsmouth changing their manager now, but they've not been on good form for a while. So I kind of thought tonight would be the point and then look to build on Saturday and really go for it. But <clears throat> I mean, the form they were in, we well... We were we were crap. We didn't turn up, and now if we lose on Saturday, it's a it's a really bad week. 
It is a really bad week. Thanks for that. Yeah. All right. Um, positivity loves positivity. Tim, the chat on leadership continues. Mm. Luckily, Chip on the, has been a problem for you. Chambers and Scooth, Scooth, both good servants, but not leaders. And I think, yeah, I mean, you can lead in different ways, but I think that there's just no one driving us forwards. There's no one demanding higher standards from the players like you got from a Magilton. Magilton um, yeah. And even a Holland was was good at just geeing people up and keeping heads up and stuff like that. We haven't got anyone who's done that for years. And to me, you know, the midfield, this kind of central midfielder enforcer who can lead a little bit to me is it needs to be the number one target in the summer. Um, We've discussed that before, haven't we? You know, the likes of that. Yeah, well, that's what me and Dave was, I remember doing a end of season. What's it um, with Dave? And we are saying you need some, we're too, Nice, too nice, not streetwise enough. Yeah, you um, need a Glenn Whelan or somebody to put the foot on the ball. You know, have high standards, talk people through the game, and really look to make a difference. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with Talksport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there. Supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um, I'm saying comments from a Norwich fan, which I'm not going to put on about. Um, thank you for watching and thank you for the views. Um, do love that. Um, and good luck with promotion, which is far more exciting than watching Ipswich. <laughs> but anyway, um, Samuel, e 2 e ET2. Can we finally agree that we as fans overhype the quality of our players? Every game we play, I take at least four or five players over ours any day of the week. We also lack athleticism. I think it's been common uh, the criticism of the players said lack not enough or Yeah, but is that a coaching issue as well? You know, they have had what we would describe as poor coaching now for two years, two and a bit years under Lambert potentially. So <clears throat> it's hard to sort of judge this group of players at this level, having had 
crap coaching for the last you know x, x amount of time i'd like to see these players with cook given a proper pre-season certainly and a proper bit of time on the training ground because on paper in theory yes they should be in the top probably top four top three in the league potentially i guess maybe when you look at the names on the on the uh on the team sheet but the the coaching i think makes such a big difference the coaching the setup the organization that's what i'm looking forward to cook getting his teeth into and looking to make some changes but i agree with the athleticism uh, comment there we 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 look we look knackered and shot up at times uh, is samuel not right on the uh, you know we've we've spoken about this since we've been relegated from the championship that this is a team good enough for the top six and very rarely does it look that way so is he is he right you know there, there are a lot of players and we've been talking about clear outs constantly does that not does not the fact that we want to clear out 60 percent of the squad suggest that the quality of the players isn't good enough. Well, we always people always build up, don't they? Home players, they'll always naturally exaggerate how good they are because they're they're one of our own. I think this how... means. I, I think I'm not. Don't think this is academy players. No, no, I'm th- I'm talking in general. You know, we've got a lot of academy players in the side, but I still put it down to bad coaching. I believe these players are good enough to get back up to to the championship. I just think it's the coaching they've had for the the last X amount of time and the the hangover of maybe multiple styles of play under multiple managers. I, I think this squad should be good enough. You know, you've got ex- Alan Judge was an Irish international last. Last year, you know, you've got Parrot on loan from a Premier League side. I think there is enough quality in the side to get us up. I just think they need to be coached and set up properly. Okay. Um, Sully, evening to Sully in New York. Too many passengers. I didn't realise Judge was playing until about 55 minutes. Kenlock, yeah, not a great one for Kenlock. Um, and then Andreas to play forward. Kenlock, he was highly rated on Saturday. I don't think he was his best of games. He got better as the game went on. Not a good one tonight and, and not... When when the manager has a choice of substitutes and chooses to take off the fullback yeah. when he's one 0 down, that it's sends a waste of a sub, isn't it? It's a waste. It? It's a waste of a sub. It's not going to change the game. So it's an indication the guy's having a mare. And I thought I think he's regressing a little bit. He was good when he came back into the side. He had a couple of good games, but I'm worried now that he is sort of regressing back to what we kind of thought Kenlock was, which is a squad backup player and not good enough. I I wouldn't be surprised if Ward potentially came in on Saturday for a start because he's he's now had a decent rest for a month, five weeks maybe. So I wouldn't be surprised if he came in for a start. Um, evening to Luke. Always a good follow, by the way, Luke, on on the YouTube and on the Twitter. Always, I think Luke's already identified uh, Portsmouth's keeper as a potential free transfer signing in the summer. So Luke's already thinking ahead. Um, he's your man if you want to debate about um, what the post clear out squad might look like. Um, but he, as he says, summer is massive for the future of the football club. Not because of, um, well, partly because the takeover, which we hope, un- what's the opposite of stall? Unstall. Yeah. Starts back up. Kicks back into gear. They pull the choke out. There's a reference for anyone born in the 80s and before. Um, but, but because of the opportunity, I guess Cook has got to shape this squad to remove the stuff that he doesn't like and to, and to address the stuff that is missing. So I think all of us agree with that sentiment. Um, Luke, back, Solly's back. Um, how bad the league is because we practically lost, lost no ground. Shall I see if I can get the league table up? Shall I see how clever I can be? But this I guess given, given some of the results tonight, it's a bit of a lost opportunity as well, isn't it? Because Portsmouth lost, Lincoln lost, uh, Doncaster lost again. You know, it would have been nice to... I think we could have gone fifth tonight, couldn't we, if we'd, if we'd have won, uh, given the results that happened around us. And that would have been a hell, of a, a hell of a nice confidence boost going into the weekend. Here is um, the league table. Can you see that all right? I'm 
trusting on you to see that. It's yeah. quite small, isn't it? But fifty-four. But yeah. yeah, we could have we could have gone if we'd have won tonight. We could have gone fifth given the results. Uh, not everyone played, obviously. Um, it's a catch up. I, yeah, it's a catch up of of, sorry, game I, of, the, of the teams in and around, in and around just quite Andy Townsend, which I love to do. Um, the, the kind of top half of the table. Blackpool drew with Inform Burton. Charlton, I think, were two 0 down and beat Bristol Rovers three two. Post Lee Boya. Um, Gillingham on a bit of a charge now, aren't they? They beat Lincoln three yeah. 0 Um, Lincoln not in great form. MK Dons two, Plymouth one, Oxford three, Donny nil. Peterborough one, Portsmouth nil, and but as Sully says, you know, one point off it with two games in hand. Um, yeah, it's um, it's crazy that, isn't it? I mean, we've now got obviously the the, the ones above six are Doncaster, Sunderland. They've then got games in hand on us, so it kind of feels like we are fighting for sixth now, uh, rather than looking up to sort of fourth and fifth. I'd say. Look at Portsmouth. Portsmouth were in the top six a few weeks ago, and yeah, yeah. They're four really losses role. in a row, and yeah, as you said. A long, a long time Ipswich. Ipswich. <laughs> but, um, but look at Gillingham. have just put a run of wins together, which we know all about. Um, Oxford's form has got to be up and down, but they're still hanging in there. Um, Fleetwood, we've seen Fleetwood, albeit they've played a little bit, a few more games than anyone else. But look at that run of form from them. Um, and don't discount Blackpool either. Blackpool have got games Blackpool, in hand. And, yeah. yeah. They're down on 50 points, but they've got games oh, in hand. That, that Charlton... That Charlton game in it's mid-April, I think, isn't it? It might be an evening game. It's mid-April at some point. That feels like it could be a really, really big defining game in the season if we're both sort of thrashing it out for sixth. Um, back to the comments. Does Cook even know Hughes exists? I don't. Have... Yeah, it's, a, it's a bit of a weird one given the central injury crisis. Is he injured? Maybe it's always a fair assumption, I guess, with Hughes that he might be injured. But to not even have him on the bench when you've got a central midfield crisis, and I mean, I guess that shows where he's in the pecking order. If Scoos can come back in after no football for a year and make his first start, and, and Hughes can't even get on the bench, maybe he's been told that you know in the summer you're going to be you're going to be moved on. And for now, unfortunately, that's the that's that's you done. Like, he didn't play in the under 23s or anything, did he? So maybe he is injured because I guess you'd at least have him in there to keep fitness levels up in, in case he's needed but I, 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 don't, I think his time is now is now run disappointing for him and us I guess Biles I live in Norwich help me out Norwich Ooh. is a fine city though so just don't listen to local media yeah but enjoy living in I mean shoot me down Norwich is alright isn't it I've got a <laughs> cathedral find him on Twitter at Ipswich <laughs> cathedral <laughs> and an airport so yeah. Um, yeah that's what I've always been told um Jordan, if the takeover doesn't happen, then Evans needs to overhaul the hierarchy of the club, mismanaged at all levels. Yeah, I guess the chat is um, is that it's it's stored, which could be posturing. Obviously, um, who's the who's the guy from the Athletic? Who's Max Slater? Uh, he who, he's more American. Yeah. He's, he sent, isn't he more American sided for his information and his sources? So he was putting things on Twitter yesterday saying, you know, it's, it's, it's keep calm, etc. So hopefully it's just stalling and it might be a bit of posturing, but it will be worrying. Yeah. It will be worrying if Evans has suddenly thought because we went top six on Saturday, he might be thinking, oh, hang on, Cook's here. We can scrape the playoffs, get promoted, and I'll sell us for another 10 million, an extra 10 million next year. That would be, that would be the worry because unless Evans is going to change his investment philosophy dramatically, we know our ceiling under him is always going to be, you know, lower end relegations under the championship. Um, so as Rob says, get on the phone yeah. to Brett. Um, Conrad, look forward to Hawkins returning. We would have talked about this as well. Would have made an impact as a target man. Um, I guess Hawkins probably needs to be played in a two. I wonder whether he features in a Kirk system, but another one of these six weeks, 
out <laughs> and where where was that when was that that was it, December, I, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, I'm sure it's been two, two and a half, three months now. Um, I mean, he was he was playing on his own up front, wasn't he, under Lambert? And he did an all right job. You know, the Portsmouth fans said when he joined, he's, he's only going to score you six, seven goals a season. But what he's great at is the holding the ball up and bringing others into play, which is obviously crucial in the system that Cook wants to play. Did, did he play under Cook at Portsmouth? Do we know? Did they cross paths or are we talking different? I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe, he, maybe he knows, maybe he doesn't. But I guess as a bench option, at least he's going to offer more of a goal threat than the likes of Drinan, you know, and stuff coming on tonight. No, no, no blame on Drinan or anything. He's just, yeah. I don't think he's at the level required. And Hawkins, I guess, is a bit of a step up. I nearly did a partridge shrug when you asked me to Hawkins play with Cook. <laughs> um, I, th- I, I don't know. Free they... current affairs. I don't know if they. <laughs> I don't know if they. Uh, if their pass cross, I'm not sure. Um, Jonathan, going too long. Half the time it went out. Yeah, I, I'm not sure anything worked passing wise tonight. Did it? I thought he was talking about us saying you're going on for too long. <laughs> Shut up, man. Cut the feed. Half <laughs> the time it went out. I, yeah. I <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the weight of pass, we were aimlessly hoofing it to the channels, I guess, hoping that Jackson's pace would, would find him in a good area. But yeah, we were going long from the off. We were noticeably going long, you know, all the time. And it was, it was aimless punts forward. No, no purpose. Um, Ian already slightly worried about whether Cook could inspire this team. I mean, we need to, in, in, I know it was rubbish, but there is much. It's going to take time. Yeah, it's going to yeah. take time. The time to judge is after he's had a, a, some decent weeks. After after you play Portsmouth, he has a free week, and then with Easter the week after, he's got nearly another free week. So, you know, the, the, those Easter games are going to be the time to really judge because he's had two weeks of decent. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you can't make chicken soup out of chicken shit. <laughs> there you go i chucked it in because we're it's almost half 10 thanks for sticking with us by the way if you join us since the start or just join part way through you're welcome thank you for joining us keep going through the comments we will stay on as long as you guys are pinging in the comments i've got work tomorrow at some point so are you and you got any start seb no Carry? nothing tomorrow no no right. nothing at all so we will power through we'll stick with it um <laughs> yeah um lots of chat about holy in the comments by the way um Where's Matheson? Injured or not in favour? He's got to be a better option at right back. Yeah, Chambers coming in for a bit of criticism tonight, but uh, what these, these loans, Seb, just... Well, none of them apart from Parrot have really improved us, have they? You know, Bennett's is so hit and miss with his final delivery. Harrop's done nothing, but to be fair, every time he seems to play, he's played out on the wing and when we signed him, I thought he was a number 10. You know, I, I don't understand that one. Uh, Luke Thomas played for the under-23s today. So what was the point of that loan? You just kind of feel that they've added to a bloated squad. They've not added enough enough quality. And they're blocking the development path for our younger players. You know, even, you know, Dobro, El Mazzuni, I know he's injured, etc. But you're telling me that we're getting more out of Thomas and Harrop than we are at, than we would have got out of Dobro and El Mazzuni, for example. I don't and think so. Darba and... Well, yeah, McGuinness, is, yeah, but, yeah. Week in air, and McGavin is now um, can't be recalled. Has made one sub appearance yeah. for air, and w- would probably be playing or at least be on the bench. Yeah, we've got we've got McGuinness who we've not seen for 
two months now, three, two and a half months now. Another pointless one is just, you know, with a, with a squad of 50 plus professionals to have these six lone players who are adding nothing. Para, okay, is, has been pretty crucial to the way we changed the system and he's dropping slightly deeper and he's done okay. But the rest of them, I've not seen anything at all that to suggest that they'd, they'd be getting game time. And then and the, the, the strange thing was the Harab sub at halftime for Edwards. You know, you've got two recognized wingers or inside forwards on the bench in Bennett's and, and Lancaster. And we play somebody, somebody out of position. It's, very, very strange, but for me, they're they're adding nothing. Um, Digby sixty five. Hi, hi to you. Anyone who's joining us for the first time, you're very welcome. Please get involved in the comments. Love to hear from you. Um, Jack Barron, one word: rebuild, revolve. I don't evolve. I revolve. I revolve. Um, but I guess yeah, the concern is we said that about coming down. You know, there were lots of comments, weren't there, in the relegation season saying it'll be great to go down and we can have a complete reset. And let's be Anyone honest, but us. It's not really worked. Yeah. Um, Andy, um, find it very strange the team selection being virtually the same since Cook took the reins. You, Seb, are getting the sense that it's time for Guinevere to shake um, it all up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just think players, we use Andre Dezel as an example. He looks absolutely knackered. The schedule is relentless this year. We know that. It's an exceptional year with, with COVID and all the postponements and all the catching up games to play. But I mean, Dezel's played pretty much every minute of every game apart from his, his, his ban for the Sunderland red card. And he looks noticeably knackered. The likes of Downs and Norwood tonight would have given us a lot more energy and hustle and bustle. And uh, we need those kind of players in the side. Yep. Um, Adam... Um, if you're going to hoof the ball, you may as well just try Hawkins by Nord, um, and and one other. Yeah, so uh, Hawkins. Adam suggesting Hawkins in the ten position, like a number ten withdrawn role. Well, I guess yeah. I mean, you've got to, if the role is to hold the ball up, then he's probably one of the best at the club to do that. But we know Cook won't deviate from four two three one. That is his formation, regardless. So it's about players you know, trying to find the right players for the positions. Norwood is probably still our best striker. Um, he's the one you'd sort of have the most faith with the ball drops him in the box. Jackson looked really out of form. We know he can't play the lone striker role. So so I guess Norwood is the automatic pick if he's fit. And then it's a case of trying to find the three behind that, that complement him best. Bits, I can't believe I'm still here reliving <laughs> this. Bits, it's, this is like a big virtual hug. It's, it's, like, group kind of, therapy. it's like therapy. We're, yeah. we're, and then you can sleep better at night when you, you've just got rid of all of the angst. You know, it's only football, guys. It's not, you know... No, I don't mean that. It's, it's more important than that, obviously. Um, but yeah, we're all just, you know, we're chilling out on the internet in lockdown. Getting, yeah, I don't know bits either. And I've got wow. to talk about it. <laughs> um, anyway, um, yeah, Connolly would have impressed Cook tonight. I think he surely at some point is out of contract at Everton. I think he's had two loans. Of I, think, I, think he's, I think he's gone. I think he's there permanently, I think now. I thought it was a loan. Oh, okay. I thought he was out. Yeah. I might be talking football manager rubbish here from, from my games on there, but I thought he was there permanently permanently now. Um, I mean, he, he always looked good for us, didn't he? He came in as a right back. And as we know, Premier League quality right backs are often pretty decent championship central midfielders. And he, he played that kind of destroyer role because it was sort of downs his development season, wasn't it? So Downs wasn't playing every game. Connolly came in, slotted alongside Scoost, and he, he looked a good player. I, I'd have had no issues if we'd have made a mood for him. Mm-hmm. Um, evening to Sebastian uh, later over tonight always welcome um, uh, so it could be already have said, been said but Cook is in now effectively a head start and clear out of the next season play us a bonus I think that sums it up Seb doesn't it yeah exactly right so yeah. you know we, we, we knew it was never going to be an immediate fix and I guess now well, thankfully we've got a manager who hopefully is going to do things for the long term rather than our, our previous short termism Nukes 
Um, pretty little triangles played the wrong end of the pitch. That was back again tonight, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, an inability of all of them to control the ball, shield it, pass it accurately, move a pace. <laughs> Apart from that crap game, yeah, not much wrong uh, was there. Um, what else have we got here? Um, oh, apparently Andy Warren's tweeted saying there's no post-match interviews tonight. Yeah, just maybe get time. Out, I don't know. Yeah, get, get on, on the, the bus, bus and home. forget about it. Eight away games like these last two, we aren't getting. Come on, Digby. Come on, we can. We can do this. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not convincing. I'm not even convincing myself when I say <laughs> that. Um, Pete, you need to Pete. Many teams in this league seem better, better than us ad- adapting to terrible pitches and/or poor conditions. Um, how can Cook improve this? Getting us out of the champ into the championship where there are better pitches. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe you know we've always we tried, are a little bit spoiled, aren't we? I guess we've you know, prided we've ourselves lovely... with the good quality of the pitches at Playford Road. I know the yeah. Portman Road pitch is, a, is an issue there, but maybe we just need to have a, sh- a shit pitch, don't we? Not have, have a shit pitch called in the League One Northern pitch, and then get no, some fans to blow them. You know. Yeah, if we've got a Northern away day, go and train on that pitch for the week before you before you venture north of Birmingham. Chris Rand has done his Doctor Strange for us. Um, he's just run 17 million simulations of the rest of the season and couldn't find one where we got relegated. I thought he was going to close. So, yeah. you know, there you go, Bits. That's why we stick around. We get, you know... Um, what else Optimistic do we want? like that. Um, I, yeah, I'm just now thinking of Doctor Strange in his... Anyway, well, Paul, uh, Paul Cook turns to Doctor Strange who holds his finger up and goes one. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And then <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, and then Avengers uh, nerd out for anyone who wonders what the hell I they're talking about. Um, Norwood. Um, what else have Jimmy we Evans got? Evans going. I'm inevitable. I'm clicking his fingers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and all of the investment from <laughs> the US is, yeah. is gone. Um, Andy, evening to Andy, mate of mine. Um, was tonight a new low for us this season? Strategy of a worse showing. Um, Northampton at home. Northampton was bad, wasn't it? I I, t- uh, I tend to think away games uh, give us a little bit of a pass. Extenuating, so, um, not extenuating. Fleetwood, no mugs, to use your phrase, Seb, on a good run of form. Um, long trip on a midweek. You know, there's lots of variables like that. I think the worst performances are typically the ones where we're crap at home, aren't they? And Northampton seemed to, when you can't create anything at home against a team at the bottom. Yeah. Three, that's to me though. And they've been on a good run of form till tonight, haven't they? Was it unbeaten in five? I think it was one of their last three, I think, at Highbury, potentially I remember seeing somewhere. So they'd been in a decent run of form before tonight and they just, just battered us. Um here's Chris. A ninety percent chance of the playoffs is down to seventy seven points. Okay. So seven wins, two draws, three defeats. Um, and there's another configuration there. So still a hard ask. That means either seven wins out of I think he means out of twelve. Um so yep. seven out of twelve, or only one defeat in ten, both of those seem unlikely to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, I guess the result on Saturday will give us a big clue of how it's going to go. If we lose to Portsmouth, then you've kind of lost your. You know, if you lose two the two games this week, that's your wiggle room gone, and you really need to hit sort of championship kind of form there to uh, uh to scrape sixth. Um, Chris is back for a ninety percent chance of the playoffs. Uh, have I already done that? Yep, that's Has he the same that? Has he corrected it? I think he's corrected it with the um, yeah. Thanks, Chris, for keeping me on my toes there. Um, a lot of people voted the 10 quid. They're not getting back. Um, here's Stevie. 10 quid, I'll never get back. Dreadful. No ideas look flat as a pancake. Um, I look forward to Paul Cook shaping his own team. This team is not good enough. Not but again, I said earlier, we, we knew that, didn't we? The words is Stevie Shripton. That's a good... Shrimpton, yeah, good name, that. Um why don't we have a defender on each post for corners and throw-ins? 
don't know. We've Our never done that, have we? That's, we just we just don't do that. I think someone else mentioned that we were all we were everyone back for corners again. Yeah, I noticed that, that. Yeah, in the first few games, we left two up front, didn't we, to give them something to worry about. But we have kind of regressed a little bit, which is, again is a strange tactical tactical decision. You know, with somebody like Jackson's pace, you would leave him upfield for a, you know, to make make them leave a couple back, two, three back, and a potential to hit them on the break instead of if we don't concede from the set piece, it comes straight back to us. Big opportunity for Jackson, which he's not really grasped, does he? No, I know, not. I know that we're not really playing to his strengths and we've said that he's not a man to play one up front but i just you just wonder whether he's one of these players that just doesn't fit just yeah, not work from us. no given the style he wants to play the 4-2-3-1 there was talk about potentially could he do a job in the channels in one of the wide inside forward kind of positions we've never seen that lambert was very clear he I never he saw did that against northampton did he? Oh, okay. Um, he might have been out there. He was banned he, against Northampton, surely, wasn't he? he was, he was uh, no, uh, there was definitely a game in the last year okay. where he played out there, and it was right. It might have been Shrewsbury, maybe. Okay. A rubbish home game okay. where I think that experiment was. So many. Awesome. <laughs> but oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you're starting to think, you know, if we'd if we'd have got one of those offers, if we get one of those offers again, if we if we trigger the option and we get an offer in the summer and he can bring some money in, then maybe look to move him on. Should have sold him probably in the summer. Yeah, anyway. if the Bournemouth um, money was on the table, we should have taken it. David, the player's mindset needs changing. It's too much negativity. I totally agree. Yeah, and I totally agree. There is a that, mental you know, thing there, and we've, we've um, seen it when players have left. You know, McGoldrick left and came back and said, "Oh, there's never any pressure to win at Ipswich." You know, it does. It does feel like there's a whole acceptance of defeat and resignation throughout the the building. Um, Ian, Ian's still going. Come on in. It's not all bad. Um, is there any player you think we would have to keep? Downs, but maybe nobody else. <laughs> Get rid of yeah. all of them. Get rid of yeah. all of them. Well, you can. That's the good thing. I mean, there's literally, is it Holy, Nolan, Lancaster, Dezellan, Downs contracted past next season? There's a chance for a massive clear out. I guess Wolfenden, you know, you want to, you'd hope he'd get back to, to last season's yeah, form. There, though. It's, it's a strange one, isn't it? Again, not being no on the, bench, on the bench. Yeah, it's a very strange one. Um, I'm guessing he's not injured. He just seems to be out of favour. We've heard things that maybe he's not the best trainer in the world. You know, that's been discussed on, on Twitter and on forums on TWTD and stuff maybe that's an issue but um that that is a strange one but you know you'd, you'd look potentially if you're going to play out from the back he'd be one of the first people on the on the team sheet but he's just, just not getting a look in at all is he art meets electronica i love the idea of a clean slate rebuild in the summer but is marcus evans really willing to fund that i kind of have a feeling we're going to need the takeover for that to happen i guess if we're still in league one level seb you're not talking big transfer fees, are you? No, no. There'll be so many players on free transfers. All you do is reduce your wage bill by clearing out what you deem to be the the crap and the dross, and then you're just gonna, you know, you're not you're not gonna be paying big money for anybody if you've got the likes of the Portsmouth goalkeeper that Luke identified as a a potential free free target. Cook's got enough pull, I would think, to be able to bring decent players in without paying virtually anything in, in transfer fees. Um, who does everyone think will be our captain next season? It'll be Luke, Luke Chambers. Chambers. Yeah, Chambers. There you go. And and we've discussed that at length on this pod as well as to why that's the case and you know if someone else comes in brilliant and maybe Chambers doesn't play as many games as he has this season but I'd, I'd be giving him another year um, yeah I would. And it's noticeable isn't it Cook talks up Scoose and Chambers in his post-match a couple of times so I, I wouldn't be surprised they both get a year um, more chat about Kenlock struggles against the wing with any pace yeah certainly is it Wes Burns, the number seven? I think he yeah. got in behind him a few times. Yeah, I th- I, it's just um, I'm yeah, I really want Kenlock to be a success. I just don't uh, think I think I don't think he's got the quality for this level. He's, he's... His head and heart isn't there. I just yeah. <clears throat> uh, anyway, um, Sully's back. Was Dizel playing behind Scoose? He's far too creative to be picking up the ball 
so deep and just carry the water and then reverse the ball to our center backs totally recently 100 yep. I, I i just I, I just don't get how we haven't figured out that Giselle just needs to be pushed further up the pitch the issue being obviously at the moment there's not enough midfielders to play behind him is there there's no one we need you know noland downs around to be able to to do that for him. He needs the energy to do his running for him so he can do the yeah, critical stuff with the ball, can't we? You know, he's not overly quick or physical. He needs those players to do the stuff around him and his job is simply to those quick release passes and those through balls to the front men and provide that link. Um, Yeah. So, and, and he, I think he, he needs a rest as well, as well. I think we've, I think everyone's been saying that. So He needs, yeah, he yeah. looks noticeably knackered. Um, I'd like to Liam. Oh, there we go. That's oh. a swear word. Didn't read that one. Um, thought tonight was a good game how about you Aha. he's a fleet anyway. fan i think yeah, yeah. I, if i there's my moment of madness of sticking out an evening to you liam um who who's um percy ronson by the way um he's got a stand named after him the away end actually isn't it we were trying to find that on the internet that's how exciting the game was we were googling that legends is, of fleetwood town yeah legends of fleetwood percy ronson um man i mean the, the comments i mean that that comment from a fleetwood fan is, is <laughs> the tone has changed somewhat. I'm aware, aware that we're clocking up one hour, so I might kind of not drag the misery out too much. Um, rubbish keeps coming up. Um, here's Adrian. Thank you, Adrian. Some sanity. Seb, you're right with Dobra and El Mazzuni. These are players um, with potential game chambers. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah. Game changes. They um, are. Obviously, El Mazzuni is unfortunate to, for the second year in a row of a season-ending injury at the business end of the season, but you're getting nothing out of Harrop, um, Thomas than you would out of those guys, and they're our own players. You know, let's look to develop them, and, and 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 you know, we know what Dobra can do. We've seen it in the the Carling, not the Carling Cup. What's it called? The Pizza, the Papa John's Trophy. Pizza, you know, he's yeah. he's the one player that's capable of you know taking a shot on from distance, uh, beating a man and pulling it, putting a cross in. I'd, I'd I'd always much rather see him at least on the bench as an option. You know, if he comes on after 70 minutes, I'm much more inclined to think something's going to happen here than the likes of Thomas, Harrop, Bennett's, you know. Yep. Um, here we go. Chris Lynch. Okay, there you go. Okay. Any swear words in that one? No, good. <laughs> I just read the start. This is, this. if you put it on the teleprompter, I will post it. Um, that's a, uh, nothing from that, Sev. Bit of anchor man for you. No, good. Moving on. Um, Rob M. If we don't make the playoffs, as Cook failed. No, don't. Flyby. He gets Flyby. a no. He's got a he complete was, he was free hit. He's got a complete free hit this season. No, this season the playoffs are a bonus. It's about him getting his philosophy across and having fifteen games by the time he's taken control of them all to see what he wants to do next summer. For me, it's a complete free hit. Even if we finished tenth or eleventh, if we regressed under Cook, it's a complete pass for me. He's 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 free. The advice to those of you living in Norwich is move to France. It costs only um, 165 euros for the whole season on an iFollow. Um, you just won't get a COVID vaccine. All political. Oh, we'll go political there. again. Yeah. Don't, can't stop me. Going rogue. Going rogue. Um, what else have we got here? Oh, here's bits. Come on. I'm 50, year old, 50 years old this year. And if I'm lucky, I might see you guys celebrating a great return to the top flight. You deserve it after the, all the therapy. Yeah. Who does the therapy for us? We, when when the show ends, we've got nowhere else to go. Um, uh, Liam, the Fleetwood fan, is telling everyone to leave off Connolly. He was he came to Ipswich first, Liam. He was ours first, um, he, and he doesn't belong to anyone. He's, he's his own 
Man, Wolfen then played for the under-23s today, says um, Luke. Yeah, so he's not he's not injured then, is he? So I'd, I'd have him on the bench every day of the week. It's a strange decision not to. Uh, why can't we use Jackson's pace? For some reason we can't do the simple things. I'd love to see a through ball or a forward pass. That's exactly why you'd play Jackson, right? You'd... Yeah, you want Dizel to be pinging through balls to him. He's playing on the shoulder of the last defender and suddenly he's through on goal. We don't do that, do we? We hoof it into the channels in the hope that his pace will let him get there. And then when he's there, there's no one in the box. Using the EAD, uh, even it's Craig, the Fimbo, um, you're not going to win many matches with your man of the match being rated a 5 out of 10 NCR, while the other starters must have 5, 4 out of 10 scores, and 5, 3 out of 10 oh. scores, in, including both central midfielders. I see him as Craig Fimbo. If it's not, and there's another Craig, yeah, F, it will be. he'll be Craig. Whoever. Um, but yeah, he's quite right. He's quite right. And yeah. I'm, I'm good to see that the EADT have not tried to sugarcoat have not tried to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. Um, those are definitely... Um, here's Harrison with some quotes from, I think the cleaners and the training ground have got a chance to play on Saturday the way we played. There you go. So no. he's, still being, he's still being jovial, isn't he? He's still being upbeat. I don't think this will be a shock to him tonight. He knows exactly what he was getting into. And uh, and let's just give him time. Let's all calm down. Give him time. It was absolutely crap tonight. But I think the time to start judging him, well, the time to start judging him really is next season. This is a bonus. But I think we'll see a noticeable difference for the Wigan game and then the Easter games after that because he'll have a free week to properly get his methods across on the training ground. Yep. Hi, Tom. Good to, hi to you. Thanks for saying hi. Um, what else have we got? Uh, Tyler, another Fleetwood fan. Into Fleetwood. Good to see you guys. Um, best team one. Totally agree. Um, yeah, absolutely. Good luck for the rest of the season. And to you guys, obviously, unless you're chasing down the playoff spot, in which case, I mean, we're not going to get it, so it doesn't matter anyway. Um, what else have we got here to finish off with? I want to find some positivity to end with. Um, here's Sebastian. Here we go. Title winners next season under new ownership. It's going to happen. That's, you know, there's, what's this from Nick? We always play rubbish at Fleetwood. It's the new Oxford Manogram for us. Only one. We, we saw it oh, we won last, last year. Yeah, it was great. Me and Seb went. We, we were in the Fleetwood bar before the yeah, match. Yeah, we, we were top of the league, about five points clear. We did the, the German handshake thing at the end. It was it was marvellous. Did we do the German handshake thing at the end? No, yeah. surely not. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Fleetwood away. Yeah. Well, it was the Garber. Garber had a free kick and Jackson followed in and they did that hand-holding thing at the end and we were all chanting, we're going to win the league. Paul we Lambert is the, the league, blue. Though. Paul we Lambert the is the blue. clear with the game in hand. Yeah. Um, oh, Lee. Um, three of the worst performances this season. Two of them. Cook is in charge. Lingham today's game. I never find a cook. Die was my first choice. I guess, Lee, going to have to get on board. Going to yeah. have to get on board, I'm afraid. Um, and some nice balance from E mutters. Um, Cook needs time to bring his ideas through yeah, before we even exactly started right. judging. Too much of anger from the last two managers. I think that is more the side of the fence that we sit on yeah. here. Um, what else have we got? Is there a rabbit we can pull out of the hat this season, like Mickey Stockwell as an emergency striker? Mickey Stockwell would probably do better. The vote. Yeah, Mickey Stockwell, the kitchen fitter. God bless you, Mickey Stockwell. Um, yeah. Um, and finishing with Mikey, was <laughs> which what half was better? Um, the one that ended the game, I think. Yeah, well, we didn't the second half, because it was over at least, thank God. And I've reached the end of the comments, which um, has taken me quite a while, and we were at 106. So I'm going to leave it there, Seb. I'm just going to stick the league table back on the screen, and I'm going to ask you for your thoughts on Saturday's game against Portsmouth, which suddenly is mm. interesting, isn't it? 
Yeah, um, I mean, I'll, it's it's bad timing for us. It's good timing in a way that we got Paul Cook though, because I'm fairly sure uh, Portsmouth would have gone after him. But you know, with Kenny Jacket still in charge, and you'd be thinking that's a much easier game. But suddenly, it's taken on a bit of a different dimension. So, as negative as it might sound, I'd, I'd take a point. Take a point. Uh, last words in the comments. If you've got a prediction for Portsmouth, let's have it very quickly. I'm going to go um, for a 1-1, one, one, I think, personally. Take a, one, a point one. and move on. And then this easier run in theory continues. But, I mean, you know, Portsmouth, if we, I can't remember us ever really getting much at Portsmouth. No, we went last year. We lost, yeah, torrential rain. There was the playoff season when, oh, no, we won on, was it Boxing Day? Just before Christmas, we won, didn't we? We went in the fog under uh, under Joe Royal, but I can't, I can't. Oh, Mikey's, Mikey's confident. Yeah, I don't know whether that, I assume that's an, a wonderful away win, Mikey. Yeah. Um, Dr. Zach King, um, a win will make a difference. Go for the three points, 2-1. I mean, that would be, be superb, wouldn't it? You know, if we can beat them, uh, put a bit of space between us and them, it'll be a hell of a confidence lift, but I'm not sure. And I think Mikey's back for the pod at the weekend. Um, so let's know about that. Have I frozen? I can hear you, but you've frozen on the screen. So I can't there we see. go. Oh, there it's like technical back. difficulties. You're back. There. It's because we've gone on too long. I'm going to end it there. Mikey's on the pod on Sunday with random others, um, and hopefully we'll have better things for, for those guys to talk about thank you for your comments as always really appreciate you joining in the debate and um it's a long old way to go let's not let's not panic keep too the much, faith though. keep the faith Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.